Hey, this is Seth Breedlove of Small Town Monsters, and you are listening to the Paranormal Guys podcast, the only podcast I listen to. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The facts that will be presented are true. Scientists representing the world's foremost research centers took part in the examination of the evidence. Chad. This is Seth Breedlove. And, and we're a pair of normal guys. guys. And Seth Breedlove. Hey. <laughs> hey, Seth. So, another show a little later than normal. It is. Wish you'd get on a better schedule. Uh, it's winter. Yeah. Like, what is that thing you get without sunshine? Like, some kind of, like, vampire depression? I think so. Or something. Whatever Either they call or- it. Seasonal disorder. Shadescabies. But, you know, the other thing that's going on, I mean, we do have uh, multiple guests on this show. I mean, we've got, like you heard, uh, Seth. Hey. Hey, Seth. Hey. And uh, we also have uh, our friend Carrie. Oh, Carrie's here. Where are you, Carrie? Hi. There's Carrie. (laughs) She's still in the closet. And if you're a uh, listener to Paranormal Guys, you've probably heard us talk about Carrie before in the shows we talked about ghosty hunting. That's right. Carrie's a professional. She is. Ghost hunter. Ghost hunter. Let's clarify that. She's taught classes on ghost hunting at the prestigious University of Louisville. Shelby Campus. Shelby Campus. That's right. Been to the luxurious Belvoir Mansion. Belvoir. Been to uh, Bobby Mackey's Music World. And uh, where else, Carrie? Oh, my gosh. Where'd we meet at? Waverly. That's right. Waverly Hills Thanatorium. So, yeah, we've got Carrie and uh, our buddy Seth in the... Hey, hey, hey Seth. <laughs> Seth. Good to hear you, buddy. So tonight, Chris, yes. before we talk about news stories and other good stuff, yes. uh, people will be excited to know that this is a werewolf theme episode. It is. All for, werewolves all the time. For our dogman lovers out there. Oh, what was oh, that? Oh, that was rough. Resonance. <laughs> In that little box, the movie theater. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, what's going on with you lately? Uh, not a lot. Uh, work. Uh, let's see. What Why do you say the same thing every time? I always do. Work. It's work. You work from home. Yeah, it's still work. <laughs> you know, work's work, buddy. In your underwear on the couch. <laughs> In my underwear on the couch. It's still a lot of work. Yeah. Nothing really going on on my end either. So. Oh, well, I hope not. About the only thing is... uh. 
got Meyer to watch a little shop of horrors with me. Oh, really? She liked it. Jack Nicholson or the good one? The good one. The good one with Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis and yeah. uh, Audrey too. Steve Martin. Yeah. When you're a dentist, you'll have a knack for causing things pain, right? Yes. Yeah. She liked it. I was, I was, I was a proud father. You should be. You know, our music teacher made us watch that in middle school. Oh, the original or uh, that the, that one, and then we watched Amadeus, which I was kind of surprised, but oh, hey, school movie. was different. <laughs> it's a long movie. Yeah, one thing I did want to say, and I told you this the other day when we were talking, and then we'll move on to the actual, you know, show. Show. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anybody that wants a good kick in the pants needs to go to our buddy, uh, Jeff Byers Facebook page yeah, of a uh, creature replica uh-huh. because this past weekend was a horror hound in a, where was it? Do you remember? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Was it? I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or so in Indy, one of those places, one of those, but Bob Gimlin was there. Yes, he was. And you know, it's horror hound. So there's a diverse group there. Mm-hmm. And, Jeff posted a bunch of pictures of Bob posing with people. And yeah. you get those, you know, here's somebody you can tell is a Bigfoot fan because they've got a beef row hat on or there's a Bigfoot shirt or they're holding one of the casts from Patty and everything. Sure. But the ones that I love are yeah. the ones of Bob Gimlin with the cosplayers. Well, yeah. There's a, a girl Ghostbuster. There was, I think, a Harley Quinn. There were a few others. And... Bob has the same big old smile that he always has with everybody else, but I can only hope in my heart of hearts that deep down Bob was going, what the F is going on? Those should be uh, <laughs> 24 by 36 poster creature replica exclusive signed by Bob Gimlin. They should be. Girl with Ghostbuster outfit on with Bob Gimlin. There you go. Go look at Jeff Byers' web, our uh, Facebook page. Check it out. And check out Creature Replica. Yeah. I think uh, Wave 2 are going to work yeah, on that. And there's going to be an exclusive some, uh, Patty they statue. They had some pictures on of the uh, Greys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw somewhere the Wendigo. I yeah. don't know what, what, if that was on Gene's page or Jeff's, but I saw the Wendigo uh, prototype. I saw Gene had posted that once. It might be yeah. Gene. Yeah. Pretty cool. It is cool. All their stuff's cool. Yeah. Moving on to the yet, uh, still as yet nameless uh, new segment. We've uh, got a couple uh, entries in on that. We do. We just need a few and more I think, so we can uh, make choice. We're going to leave it open for one more show. Next show, we're going to announce our winner. So, yeah, you probably got like a month. Yeah, I mean, at least. Yeah, you'll be fine. Probably till after Memorial Day. True. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I really have right now is mm-hmm. uh, the Minerva Monster Day was canceled. Oh. Yeah. Seth what happened? Had, well, Seth had posted up there that, you know, originally going into it, they weren't expecting this much going on this year. Yeah. So with uh, Flatwoods Monster going on and the Kickstarter and uh, Champ and all that, he decided that he couldn't really give them as much attention to it as he wanted to. So they're going to go ahead and cancel Minerva Monster Day for no. this year. And he, uh, and unfortunately, he said he's not entirely sure if it will ever come back. Well, it's not very much fun. All right, sir. Well, that hey. wasn't that wasn't much of the segment. It's this is Seth Breedlove. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing that there's no uh, name for that segment yet. That's right. Okay. So, so. moving on. <laughs> what? It's everybody's favorite time, Chad. I know it's mine. Do you know what time it is? It is time for the Paro News Story. Hello. Don't be scared. As we mentioned, Chad, you uh, you uh, said uh, it's an all werewolf show. Werewolf, dog man, whatever you want to call it. So what you got for our first story? 
Hey, the first story I've got is werewolf scene in New York State. New York State? State. That's right. It's in Oneida, New York, because if it says Oneida, it's Oneida or Oneida or something. A New York resident on Monday said he spotted a humanoid with a wolf head. Hey. <laughs> hey, Seth. The 16-year-old eyewitness, a Native American from Oneida who provided his identity but was kept anonymous as per the standard code of journalism ethics regarding the disclosure of the identity of a minor, sure, told Cryptozoology News that he was on his neighbor's property, legally, um. looking for wild berries, legally, wild berries in the summer of 2017, always with berries. Yeah. Why do you see this stuff when there's berries? The creature was encountered at around 4.30 p.m. Hmm. Been 4.20, I would have felt a little different hmm. about it. What in berries? Mm -hmm. I had found some berries and was picking through them when what sounded like several branches broke nearby, he said, so I went to investigate. Yes. Dummy. The boy said he observed the creature clearly, then decided to run away. <laughs> run away! Run away! Run away! I didn't think any... I didn't think anymore. I started walking up the hill slowly. I heard it approaching me, so I ran as fast as I could. I reached my neighbor's open cornfield and... That's when I believe it stopped its pursuit. Oh. It had bright blue eyes glowing, and it looked more human than wolf. I noticed it had claws about two to three inches long, he said. He added that he and his family have also spotted UFOs every now and then in the area. Every, what do you, yeah, what do you think just, about that, Carrie? Yeah. Every now and then. Being Native American, you hear stories of men with the ability to shift into any animal or fourth gear. But this thing scared me. I haven't been back to that trail ever since. I haven't told this story to anyone. Except for, obviously, this reporter. Yeah. The Dogman is a cryptid reputed to live in the northwestern quadrant of Michigan's Lower Peninsula. Although other sightings have been documented in other states, such as Wisconsin, a. the cheese state, Packers. the unproven creature was first reported spotted in 1887. 1887? By two... <laughs> By two lumberjacks who described it as having a human body and a dog's head. In the fall of 2016, a Canadian businessman told Cryptozoology News he had spotted a creature that looked like a wolf walking upright while driving through Wisconsin. Seven months earlier, a 13-year-old in Muskego, Wisconsin, allegedly had an encounter with a similar creature. In 2015, a group of three people in Michigan reportedly came across an unidentified dog-like creature in the woods of St. Clair County. Called a wolf. Yeah. Oneida, located in Madison County, has a population of 12,000 people, and at least 11,997 have spotted a dog man. I had that last part. That's not actually a fact. Yeah, that's not real. Mm -mm. Huh. Made up, but... So what you're saying is uh, up up north is the land of the dog man, eh? I'm saying that the dog man likes to can his own jam and jellies. I and think, oh, dog man likes a good way. hot dish now and then, you know. Yeah, they do. They like hot dish. They do. Can't get casserole up there. In the winter, you'll find them out on the lake fishing for the walleye. They do that. I'm going to see that with North Carolina woman claims werewolf sighting. Oh, yeah? Dun, dun, dun. North Carolina? Yes, North Carolina. Huh. Winston-Salem. A woman in North Carolina says she saw a creature that looked like... A werewolf. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Hence, woman claims werewolf sighting. 
26-year-old T.I. told Cryptozoology News on Thursday that she was driving her son to her mother's house when she encountered the creature in 2017. You know, her uncle used to fly a chopper on Magnum. T.C.? He was T.C. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of woods there. I was about to get out of the car, she said. Looking to the right, I saw what looked like a wolf, but much taller and white or yellowish eyes. The unusual canine, she added, howled when the eyewitness got out of her car. <laughs> You're on the road, lady. Get back in your car. Did he also whistle and clap his hands together? <laughs> flipping wolf. What the hell are you getting out of your car for? I grabbed my son and ran to my mother's door. As I looked back, the animal seemed gone. But while knocking on the door, I looked back again and I noticed something black running away. I could tell he was mad. He's angry. The woman described the animal as a six-foot-tall black werewolf with white and yellow eyes and claims that it stood there for about three minutes. Hmm. Didn't she just say it was running away? She timed that? The dog man is a cryptid, reputed to live in the northwestern quadrant of Michigan's Lower Peninsula, although other <laughs> sightings have been documented in other states, such as Wisconsin. Hey, this sounds a lot like what I just said. Hey, this uh, unproven creature was first reportedly spotted in 1887. 1887? <laughs> by two lumberjacks. And they're okay. Hmm. We should check stuff for who we described do this show. it as having a human body at a dog's head. <laughs> should I go on? No. You know, last year a woman in Michigan claimed to have seen a human like a wolf. The hell you say? I do. Hmm. I care. You still here? <laughs> <laughs> Don't have keys. Can't leave. Can you? There you go. Hey, all right. This is the show that'll end paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> the ender. Hey. Oh, hey, Seth. Hey. Sorry. We You're still here. Felt you didn't like leave we, yet. We're not ignoring you. Werewolves. It's nice, Chris. They're, they're everywhere. Seems like the stories seem to be all very similar. Like Michigan and Wisconsin, apparently. Mm -hmm. They like to really pound that in. They do. People don't eat as much cheese anymore. They're more heart healthy. So they go for dog man and beer. So after the break, Chad. Yes. What's, uh, what's coming up? The moon. A full moon with werewolves. Dogman, werewolves, you name it. Creepy. After the break. <laughs> I hate you. Hi, Chris Caffrey. Hey, Chad. You're gonna throw me hey. off. Oh, oh, hi, hey, Seth. Seth. Carrie's still here. Hey, 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 hey. I know somebody that's not gonna like us anymore. <sighs> I don't know why. Obvious reason. <laughs> All right, Chris, you ready to kick off this? 
werewolf episode. You light that candle, Chad. You light it and you run with it like a mad bomber from Hades. We will. You know, with us being in between Kentucky and Indiana, somewhat. We're not in the Ohio River. Well, we move across, you know. I'm, I'm not I in one mean, place all the time. You're not in one place all the time. I'd, I'd like to be. We're not that long ago. We like to talk about cryptids that are in Indiana and Kentucky. Local. Local. Ones you might meet on yeah. your way to the grocery store. The ones that have those little stickers, and they want you to support them in local magazines. <laughs> all right. You know. So that's this one. We're going to talk about the Crosley Monster. Are we? Yep. And he doesn't play LP albums. He's an Indiana Bigfoot? Question mark? Well, possibly. <laughs> Cryptomundo. This comes to us from Cryptomundo. Cryptomundo. Crosley Monster. Myth or real? Bigfoot is alive and well in Crosley State Fish and Wildlife Area. This is no Halloween hoax, according to Fort Jennings County teenage boys who say they saw what could be the legendary Crosley Monster last summer. Now, this is from back in 2006. Oh. So, you know, last summer was a while back. <laughs> I have heard stories about the Crosley monster all my life and, like most everyone else, scoffed at them in disbelief. Sometimes called the Crosley creature, the monster is supposed to be half human, half animal, according to focal, local focal, focal folklore. Right. Local folklore. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when I got a telephone call from one of the boy's mothers a couple of months ago telling me about the recent alleged sighting, I was skeptical to say the least. Now, this uh, story was written by... Bryce Mayer. So when I say I received the phone call, that it was, wasn't that you. It was Bryce. It wasn't, okay. It wasn't not me. you. Okay. Yep. Take, <sighs> I, I've taken that into account now. Thank you, sir. Good. Uh, one of the boys' mothers a couple months ago, she called to tell him about a recent alleged sighting. He was skeptical, to say the least. But I thought, hey. He, wait, what you said what? He thought, hey, this might make a good story to use in, near <laughs> Halloween. So I wrote down some of her information. And her telephone number, which was 555-5555. No, it's real. 812 area code. Oh, okay. That's Mm -hmm. real then. Yeah. And uh, with the intent of digging into the story at Halloween time when people enjoy a good, scary story. Exactly. When I started talking to people and investigating for this column, I realized this is not your average Halloween tale. In fact, I may have gotten more than I bargained for. One evening last July... Corey Mulliken, Terry Snyder, oh, Clint Machino, or is it Muschino, uh, and <laughs> Robbie Evans went by foot to the Harson Pond in Crosley for a night of fishing and camping. And general debauchery. That's right. Oh, wait. I made that part up. Yeah, sorry. I didn't say that. Around 11 p.m., the Crosley monster made his, or her, could be, appearance. We're equal opportunity dog, storytellers dog here. Dog woman. It is. Corey Mulliken points to the spot where you first saw what could be the Crosley monster. I'll the, show you guys the picture. In the included picture. Here's the included photo. That's just for us. The <laughs> listeners have to imagine he's pointing at a, some woods. He's a uh, <clears throat> five, six-ish uh, sandy blonde hair young man wearing some jeans and a red t-shirt and what looks to be like a... Uh, a Carhartt jacket. Looks like a Carhartt jacket. And yes, he looks very serious as he's pointing toward the woods. Corey says, We heard some strange noises and tree branches snapping behind us, said Snyder, who was fishing with the other three from the dam. <laughs> Is this a god? Hold on. And then, I didn't know what it was, 
and at first thought it might be a deer. Mm, yeah. Mulligan said the animal was right at the tree line, but still behind the trees. Then they saw a pair of yellow-orange glowing eyes reflecting the light of their lantern. The creature was at least seven feet tall, Mulligan estimated, and he was on two legs. Snyder said he didn't get a good look at it except for its eyes and the large shadow it cast. I saw a shadow from our lantern. It was huge, Snyder said. You could see from the shadow he had a bunch of hair. <laughs> he had a bunch of hair, too. He looked filthy. He was a dirty dog, man. Dirty dog, man. Stuck, he had a rolled-up magazine under his arm, and I'm not sure what the title was. The monster made no noise of his own except for the considerable shaking of tree limbs and, br and brush. As he moved, the boys had seen enough and took off running, crossing Indiana 7 and sprinting down Grayford Road. According to Mulligan, the creature gave chase. Uh-oh. Can't outrun a dogman. That's what I've heard. He's part greyhound. He ran through the cornfield next to Grayford Road. As we ran down the road, I could hear him knocking down corn stalks behind us and to the side, Mulligan said. As he and his friends ran, Mulligan said he could. He heard a pair of dogs barking and knew from the sound that they were a neighbor's pets. There were two big German shepherds, and they were barking like crazy, he said. Then all of a sudden, we heard one of the dogs yelp. He went, Rawp! He said, This thing has got me. And they stopped barking. Dun, dun, dun. Real or not? So, Chad, do you uh, you think that the story you just gave is far-fetched? I don't think so, Chris. Well, neither does Larry Batson. Larry Batson? Yes. He's a nationally known wildlife educator from Putnam County. I've heard of him. He says he has no reason to believe that the four teenagers are making up their story. And why would they? Batson gave a lecture on the Bigfoot phenomenon. Phenomena. Do-do-do-do. Phenomena. Do-do-do-do. At Columbus, that Mulliken attended shortly after his first encounter with the Crosley monster. Mulliken heard tapes of the sounds made by alleged Sasquatch animals and talked with Batson after his talk. And, exclusive to Paranormal Guys, we have a snippet of those uh, tapes of the sound made by alleged Sasquatch animals. Do we? Yes. I haven't heard those yet. Where'd you get them at? Hang on. I'm going to... Let me, let me start the tape. <laughs> Terrifying. They are. A few weeks later, Mulligan had a second encounter with the Crosley monster. This time he was out by himself squirrel hunting late one evening on the other side of Indiana, Indiana 7 from Harson Pond, though not far at all from his first encounter. I heard a screaming sound, just like the one I heard at Mr. Batson's presentation, Mulligan ah! said. <laughs> just like that. Mm -hmm. When he, turned, when toward he turned toward the noise, Mulligan got a good look. Too good of a look, Chad. Dun, dun, dun. What he saw frightened him to his core. Ah. Hey. That's right, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> Should do a movie. He was big and covered in black fur, Mulligan said. I started running. The animal again chased Mulligan. He was running on all fours, but he was still huge and ran like a circle around me as I ran through the woods. <laughs> he just wanted to play. The young hunter ran backwards. For three miles so he could keep his eye on the creature. I call bullcrap. I don't believe that. Ran backwards three Fall, miles. kill yourself. I didn't want to turn my back to him, he explained. Mulliken had a 12-gauge shotgun with him, but his natural instinct was to flee. I kept thinking to myself, run, you idiot. Get away from him. 
Now Mulliken says he never returns to that particular area, which is one of his favorite squirrel hunting spots by himself. Well, at least. You need a squirrel hunting buddy out there because of the dog man. Mulliken reported his second encounter to Batson a few days later, but no one else. <laughs> I knew if I called the police or other authorities, they wouldn't believe me, Mulliken said. But Mr. Batson did. That's right. He believed him. <laughs> well, Chris. Yes. <laughs> let's look for some officials input on this. How about a conservation officer? Ah, yeah. yeah. Well, Crossley manager is doubtful. Indiana Department of Natural Resources conservation officer Bill Bevel says he often hears talk of the Crosley monster along with its with partner. Or, I'm sorry, along with Panther. <laughs> the Crosley monster's partner. Partner, Boo Boo. <laughs> Uh, with panther and rattlesnake sightings in Jennings hey. County, so you've got, there could be a panther, there could be a rattlesnake, and then there's the Crosley monster. Well, I mean, you know, we did do the show on uh, all those, the big snakes of Indiana. That's true. I've seen no factual evidence of any of those in my 16 years as a conservation officer, he said. I would never disparage anyone, but I don't put a lot of stock in those stories. I think the guys make it up to get their girlfriends to snuggle up to them in their car. Right. Hey, honey, did hey. you know there's a killer dog man out there? Did you know that the Crosley monster often disembowels young single women, so we should definitely make sure we're close. But only virgins. <laughs> well, she's just left. And then, uh, so uh, anyway... Crosley manager Larry Alsop said he has received numerous reports of the Crosley monster in his nearly 34 years there, as many as a dozen annually, but doubts there are any Bigfoot creatures there because no evidence has ever been found. With all the deer, rabbit, squirrel, turkey, hunters who come to Crosley, we should have had some valid evidence if there really was such an animal here, he said. Alsop even recalled when a local man confessed to a Crosley monster hoax in the hoax Hoke. Hoke. Hoax in the late 1950s. What? Why would eyewitnesses bring ridicule upon themselves, asked Batson, who told Mulliken to call him immediately if he saw the animal again and he would try to travel to Crosley to collect the evidence. Mm. Trip for Dookie. Yep. Uh, Batson says he has never seen a Bigfoot animal in person, but he has looked at plenty of evidence throughout Indiana and the U.S. He also has heard countless stories similar to Mulliken's. These animals leave lots of signs, such as footprints and broken branches. I've seen the big footprints. I've seen thick branches nine feet up in a tree that have been twisted in different directions, unlike the damage a tornado leaves, Batson says. Batson believes there could be thousands of the Sasquatch in North America. Sightings have been reported in every state except Rhode Island and Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They are apparently most numerous in the Northwest. Bigfoot animals are common in Asia, too, Batson said. When he worked with Jim Fowler, the host of the old TV show, Wild Kingdom. What? Yep. That right there. I'm telling you. His interest in Bigfoot was piqued. All right, Chris. So, there you go. So, some uh, dogman sightings in Indiana. Carrie's speechless. Speechless. She didn't know oh that she God. was in that much danger just being across the bridge. That's right. Yep. Well, Kentucky's quite the hotbed for dogmen, too. It is. There's lots of dogman sightings in Kentucky. I think the beast from Land Between the Lakes is one of the big ones that everybody's heard about. Yep. And what's the other one that kind of looks like the gorilla? Oh, the... Uh, bear Squatch. Or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> the Bear Wolf. Um, the uh, 
Barilla. Barilla. Yes. Barilla. Had to think about it for a minute. I think that should be a really nice, like, uh, independent IPA or something. Start Barilla. making a little Barilla. Barilla we'll start brewing IPA. that here. Hey. Yeah, you're right, Seth. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so. Yeah. There you go. So what do you think about all that, Carrie? Uh, yeah. So the problem is all the stories seem to follow the same pattern. Well, yeah. Yeah. Not do you, do you a not lot find of that real believable? evidence. Not any ever real tangible. Do you want to go pick some berries? Yeah. See what we yeah. find? We can. Chris, what happened with that Bigfoot sighting close to here? Did you ever hear anything else about it? What was it? The 62 Bigfoot sighting? The 62? Yeah. Oh. It's right down the road? Just down the road. No, I didn't yeah. really hear much else I didn't hear much it. else about We that should either. go out and investigate. We should. Check that During out. During the day. Need some casting material. And we need a, a bat. A bat. Big bat. To beat a tree with? They're not really that big of a bat, Carrie. Have you ever seen an official Bigfoot tree beating stick? A Bigfoot whacking yeah. stick? Yeah. yeah. At yeah. the convention. No, a... I mean for the strangers that are going to be oh. encountered. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part about ghost hunting. It's not the ghost. It's all the... <laughs> Wackos you find in the cemetery. Yeah, Chad, Chad has told me that the um, the scariest thing about Waverly to him was the occasional homeless person that you'd run across, or or and or drug addict, or the security guards security that are just guards. watching you, real creepy, smoking a yeah, licensed to kill. You just see a little red ember over there where they're smoking their cigarettes, staring at you in the one of the stairwells. Yeah. So there you go, Dogman, right. Indiana. Dogman, Indiana. So if you come to Indiana, be prepared. Don't go berry picking. Go out to Joe Huber's. There's at least a fifty percent chance <laughs> you're going to pick some berries. In Starlight, you're going to be picking your own strawberries, and Dogman will be right behind you. Never go in there. Why not? Dogman. Do you want to go see Dogman? Nope. I think you should. Someone's got good evidence. Real yeah. evidence. Chad. Chad knows I'm not the field investigator. You know that's what we're doing. We're going to start a microbrewery, small farm, cryptozoology themed petting <laughs> zoo, <laughs> where we just take. You know, we have a little goat, and he's a goat man because he wears clothes. Oh. <laughs> Can we do that? His name's Billy. So, and then we're going to have, like, a German shepherd that wears clothes, and he's a dog man. We're going to have a pig that's a meth hog. <laughs> oh, it's like, wait, pig man? Oh, he's a meth hog. So are we going to get leeches and put them on the goat so we have goat suckers? <laughs> our little chupacabra <laughs> leeches. They're, they're the we'll chupacabras. sell those as fishing bait at our pay lake. Okay. Yeah. Fed exclusively on goat blood. And uh, what's going to be in the lake? Uh, giant snapping turtle. Didn't the think beast of that, of Busco? Yeah. Oscar? That's right. We're even going to have a drink. And the uh, green clawed monster? Sure. That could be Letus. <laughs> he could be our green clawed monster. Give him a scuba tank gear. <laughs> hey, heard you had some collectibles at your house. He won't <laughs> let go until you sell them to him. Or just give them to him. Just give them to him. Yeah. It'll probably help you better. Watery grave. Wow. Yeah. I promise uh, the shows will get better. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, we're out yeah. of practice. <laughs> yep. It's like making your own crackers at home. Um, have you done that? Yeah. You've made your own crackers. Katrina's made her own crackers. You know you can get a box of saltines for like 99 cents. They were either crackers or something else. I'm not sure. Why would you make your own crackers? I don't know, because you can. Okay. Beats me. No, maybe they were just regular crackers with stuff added and they got baked. Some crackers got baked? Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like any other party on a weekend. Hey. Hey. Hey, Seth. Where is it you can go to find out some more information about the show, Chad? You can go to paranormalguys.com. There you can find and listen to episodes. You can see pictures. You can see Chris. You can see me. You won't see any pictures of Carrie yet. Maybe. Uh, Wait. I don't know. What what else you want me to say? You can go to Facebook. Facebook.com slash paranormal guys. You can go there and check us out there, right? Hey, guess what, Chad? What, Chris? There's a picture of Carrie on our uh, Instagram page. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Does she look disheveled? No. <laughs> it's quite a nice picture of Carrie. Oh, good. I have since five. So I'm surprised She's... I'm still upright. Yeah, well. So anyway, since Chad's struggling, I'll take this uh, show over here and say, yeah, go to ParanormalGuys.com. You can listen to the show, see pictures, all that good stuff. Send us an email. And hey, you know something we haven't talked about for a long time about the good old ParanormalGuys.com, Chad? What's that, Chris? There's a link where you can donate money. That's right. If you enjoy the show and like to support Chad's habits, whether they be good or bad, donate to the show. The more money we get, the better the show gets. That's true. Because we can hire writers. (laughs) Can we? We can. Uh, and another way, uh, go to facebook.com slash paranormal guys. That's where Chad puts all kinds of interesting things up. Uh-huh. I do. You do. <laughs> and we try to occasionally put something on the Instagram page, which, uh, that you can just find by going to Instagram and typing in paranormal guys. That's right. And pong guy brings up some other stuff. I don't know, yes. but I'm on there too. Chad's on there as pong guy. Uh-huh. P-O-N-G. Two G's. Yeah, P-O-N-G-G-U-Y. All right, yeah, find Chad on there. Yep. I don't know anything he does on Instagram, but find Chad. Sure, I'll (laughs) do something. And while you're out there on the uh, interwebs and you happen to be on Facebook looking at our site, why not go over to the site of one Mr. William Blanchard? He's the gentleman that does all the music for the show. Musical genius. You can find him at facebook.com slash William Blanchard Soundtrack. And he has been putting some uh, new music out there. Like, yeah. pretty recently. Good stuff. It is. I enjoy it. This is Seth Breedlove. Oh, oh yeah. We yeah. almost forgot about Seth. Right. Thanks, thanks, Seth, for coming and setting in on the show today. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. No problem. Are we going to be sued? Probably. Make sure you also check out Small Town Monsters. Uh, that's where Seth uh, nests, and, <laughs> and he nests. He nests there. He uh, has a great batch of movies, all high quality. Some drone shots. Drone shots are very hey, important. Hey, this is Seth Breedlove of Small Town Monsters. Exactly. <laughs> so check that out. Make sure to support Small Town Monsters. They make some good stuff. We like to see it continue to come out because a lot of times you don't get high quality uh, films like you do from Small Town Monsters in this genre. Make sure you word that very carefully. Chad. No, no, so think like, it. You don't get high quality movies from small town ones. No, no, you heard what I meant. I'm saying that. I heard Seth, what you meant. Yeah, you heard what I meant. What the heck? <laughs> don't worry about it. Stick structures. Okay. Stick structures. Was it a bell? It might have been a bell. Hey. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, Seth. I think we should wrap it up. So, thanks to uh, our friend Carrie for setting in on the show with us. Yeah, thanks, Carrie. See you guys. All right. Oh, my. Wander into the woods. Wow. Um, Have a paranormal week.
Chris, have we been to the cryptid cave lately? No, Chad, we haven't. It keeps sound. It sounds like there might be one in there. Let's see what's going on. Hello? Is there anybody in the cryptid cave? Hey, this is Seth Breedlove. Holy crap, <laughs> Seth is in the cryptid cave. Hey, 